When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Summer Breakfast on SEM. Could you love me on the bus? I like spending one twice, Many lines pulled out Fiddy Seed for Don't questions without notice. Just gone rogue on us. Or is that Gary and Tim's new intro? <laughs> He's dialed out. Bit of fitty this morning. Happy with it. Good on you, JK and Don't Benny Line. They're back it. of ours. A bit of a uh, bit of production, uh, high production value in that. I just want to come back talking footy when it first mm. arrived, and it was on for oh, better part of a decade. Lee Matthews, Malcolm Blight, Mike Sheehan, big Bruce. opinions. Joining Bruce McAvaney on set, big opinions, uh, big personalities. Just coming back to two, well, particularly Joel Selwood, an absolute great of the game, and Trent Cotchin, one of the greatest captains. Uh, that we've seen, what do they have to do, do you think, given you've been in the industry for a while now and they're recently retired, to get to that level? Um, Well, the the chemistry is hard. Like, it's hard just to do what they did and sort of cobble together a show with a lot of different personalities and just go for it. So I I guess working on that that chemistry, fine-tuning how many panellists you need on the show, but... When, what I want when I watch a show like that is I want news. And if you can bring fresh news, as you know, that is one. That is one A of what we want. Tell me something I don't know and I'll watch. And then secondary to that is opinion. So, so give, give me your strong opinion on a topic. Now, that, that would be where I think Joel and Trent need to get to. But it's difficult if, if that if if media is not what they want to do mm. full time and it's a, a side gig for them and it's complementary to their other sources of, of income and they'll have a lot going on, then I think people are reluctant to have strong opinions because strong opinions offend people. And in their stage of where they are at, I don't think they'll be wanting to offend too many people. So I think the view that they took is, well, we'll give you an insight fresh out of the game, tactically on what clubs are trying to do. Um, but, but I'm not as in, I'm not as in, I'm not as I'm not as in on the and I'm not sure the average footy fan. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah. in on the the real minutiae of the the tactics and and you can get that on first crack or other areas if 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 that's really your go. But on a Wednesday night, you're at home, something on TV, you want your footy fix. Give me news and give me strong opinion, and then give me a bit of chemistry. Uh, with that as well and, that, and that's the difficulty to to do what they've done but look what I'm glad is that that Channel 7 are invested and in, and in, and they are really supporting their their good footy coverage with the shows around it love it yeah and I couldn't agree with you more what do you think out there one three hundred seven three six seven three six? Yeah, they need to take the safety off uh, off the trigger to be honest take but the it, handbrake off it is fascinating how the network and it is on Channel 7 too like they have do they or are they prioritizing the footy resume over what someone is prepared to say. And I think in this case, maybe they are. 
And you can understand it, as you say, if these two guys, as good as they've been on the field, want to go in other directions and they're not prepared to upset a few people. If they are, then it's going to be breathtakingly good because yeah. that, what great insight they would be able to bring if the filter was off. But I, and I think Channel 7's model is a bit more of that, isn't it? Like big, big famous personalities, yep. big forwards, big resumes, um, n- not as not as hard-hitting, less likely to be critical during a game, less likely to critique an umpiring decision, more light in in the seven coverage than what you would get elsewhere. And Whereas I would rather the other. I would rather a guy who played 150 games less, won, uh, earned four All-Australians less and maybe won a couple of premierships less. But he's, if he's prepared to say what he's thinking, then I'm tuning in. But that's just me. That might not be for, for everyone. Uh, questions without notice time, as you heard from 50 Cent. Matt's in Sydney. He's dropped one in here for a while. I want to come to this, Kane. Morning, gents. I'm over in Adelaide for a wedding at the end of the week. Can you please ask Kane where the best place to run is? I'm staying in Grange. Well, you've got... So in Adelaide, the, the Esplanade goes right down from, from Largs to Merino. So you can run uninterrupted without crossing a road along the magnificent Esplanade for the best part of 50 kilometres. So you can't really beat that. And now it's flat. You're not going to get your heels in it. But if, if it's a nice day and it's not windy, you just can't beat a long Esplanade run where you do not have to cross a road. Mm. That would That's be great. my, my and view. And as you tell us, you're 20 minutes from everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you're staying, Matt. You're only well, you, 20 minutes from everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you can go to Belair. There's some great sort of runs through there, through the trails, if that's what you want. Head up to the Port Elliott Bakery, though. It's an hour away. It is worth the hour trip to go to the best bakery in the world, as I've spoken mm. to Kingy about. Um, question without notice for you. The, the, the Saints hype, is it over the top this preseason? The hype. Yeah, I just think that we were trying to manufacture some hype around the Saints. We are? I think so. I yeah, so King, detected the hype. King, King, he's big on the Saints. I so heard he's, that. I heard that. He's, if there's a team that's likely to push into the top four, he's got, he's got the Saints in the mix. And then I read the, the Herald Sun today, uh, fit young Saints put Ross in fast forward mode. <laughs> and we're trying to hype up some draft picks that are all really outside the top 25. I mean, there's some, some, some lesser lights, and I hope they get there. But the Herald Sun's trying to hype up pick 50 in the draft last year, saying that this young crop of Saints is going to drive them forward. I don't know. I just feel like it's a bit in overdrive. It's the Ross factor. Would it be happening if Ross wasn't there? I dare no. say no. Uh, no. Paul's in Gladstone Park. Uh, Paul, welcome to you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, morning, boys. Love the show. Um, look, uh, I mean, just with regards to Joel and Trent, you know, getting on, I... I'd be more than happy for them just to be their authentic selves. I think they've got a large enough body of work in the game that, um, you know, they're well-respected, and that's what I'd love to see. No, no, no one's doubting yep. that. I mean, you couldn't get two more highly respected figures in the game. So they've got that definitely as a nice base and a nice platform. Once you've got that, then what do you say? And look, it's it's all it's it's practice as well, and and they'll get better, and the chemistry will grow. No, it's a, it's the, the, more, it, the more they do it, it's as simple as what they're prepared to say and what they what they're prepared to not say. It's as simple as that. If the filter's off, you wouldn't be able to turn it off. If the filter's mm. on, then yeah, that's 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 the debate. David's in Altona North on this very topic. How are you, Dave? Yeah, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, just from a few footy purist um, perspective. The um, the analysis that say that David King does and uh, Lee Montagna on a, on a Wednesday night on AFL three hundred and sixty, 
um, into game plans and structures and all that sort of thing. I think that there's got to be a lot more emphasis on that rather than, you know, that some of the fluff that's around the game and, you know, whether a, a guy's potentially going to be traded, you know, in July that might, might happen in, in November. Um, I think, you know, you, you give the fans more of that, that understanding of the game and I think more people are going to be a bit going to be appealing to it. Yeah, well, it's different things for different people, isn't it, David? Like, some people are right into that, and then other people probably less so in the, when it comes to the magnets and the whiteboards and the X's and O's. But I, I know what you're saying. I, I love First Crack, but it's not for everyone. This one from Simo. I uh, just started laughing out loud thinking about the linging opinion graph Kane did on the Sunday <laughs> footy show. That was... That was to the point, wasn't Some it? Some of my finest work. Not, not holding back there. Um, just uh, before we get to Simon and Felix, this was I just want to circle back on this for a minute because a lot of text coming through here on the 40 Wings Temper, 0433981116. This was Patrick Dangerfield, captain of Geelong, uh, president of the AFL Players Association, talking about Bailey Smith. Bailey's clearly one I think any club would love to have. And, you know, the mullet would surely look beautiful in the hoops he looks good in the dogs jumpers but he'd look good in the hoops as well that was on channel seven with mitch cleary kane and i love it but for you how much is too much particularly for the club concerned the western bulldogs david do you think darcy moore as part of the aflpa board would pass comment on max holmes going to collingwood no chance um nothing new with danger josh dacos blatantly stated only a few weeks ago that he was trying to poach uh, baz Lenka. Yeah. it's all becoming rather ridiculous and this one, uh, 100%, anybody should be able to come out from the club and say, we want this player, we're going to try and get him, uh, especially when mid-season draft is coming up. We are all big boys and we have our big boy pants on. That's from Brick. Yeah, I think that's where I see it. I mean, uh, Nick Dacos and Bailey Smith went away with the same manager who also went away, Robbie Durazio. So these, I mean, these conversations are happening. They're managed by the same people, Dangerfield in the same um, management stable as well. Um, now... I mean, it, 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 I think it does, it depends. And look, there, there's tampering and all those types of things. And, and perhaps the AFL needs to come out and say what is allowed and what is not. Like in the NBA, it's pretty strict on, on that, what you're allowed to say and what you're not. And if you do cross the line, there's significant punishments for that. For us, it's a bit vague. Like, are you allowed to meet with the player mid-year? Can they tour your facilities as we've seen in the past? How involved can you get? Um, and it's still, yeah, a bit wishy-washy. But in that instance, he didn't say a whole lot. He didn't, he didn't but say what most people would have said if they were asked that direct question. Melissa and Mount Eliza are totally disrespectful, and I feel like other teams talk about getting players from the Bulldogs more than other teams. I'm so over it, hands off. But then there's Brian mm. in Dramana. It really doesn't matter if uh, Bailey Smith goes because we've got Riley Sanders. <laughs> well, that's well, that, that that's the other point. Is So the, 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 the discussion around Bailey Smith is, is it the right time for him to seek a new home? And where is that? And is Geelong a good destination for Bailey Smith? Look, I think he's played his last game at the Bulldogs. And and that may not be a bad thing for the Bulldogs. With what you can get for him now, he's not going to be at his absolute peak of his, his value. How, like does, he the injury, of how does the injury affect well, it, if at all? Well, a little bit. You factor it in. But, I mean, Tom Duda's still got a big deal to go to Brisbane off the back of two. Yeah, ACL. but that's totally different. I just feel what Bailey Smith was coming into this year with so many questions that he wanted to answer mm. and that we wanted answered. Where's he going to play? How's he going to play? Can he get back to the form he showed of a couple of years ago? There were so many unknowns given he was played out of position for the majority of last year. Now he won't have that information and he's expected to make a decision 
without that information. I think it's so. He, yeah, he would have a background on how the Bulldogs were planning to use him and the way that they were going to, and was that satisfactory for him? I mean, Geelong makes sense, though, doesn't it? It, it really does make sense. A, a, a little bit sense. out of the way. The it's right a age, yeah, yeah, the right age demographic for him. The marketability that he brings and the sponsors that could be supported, and that's been linked there for a while, which you've been all over. And the role that he'll play, just plug him straight in to the centre bounce and play him there for 10 years. And that's the role. He's not going to be playing half forward at Geelong. I mean, they're desperate. They're talking about playing Tom Stewart, the five-time All-Australian centre-half back on ball. They're crying out for on-ballers. So he plays there. The move to Geelong over any other team makes a lot of sense for Bailey Smith and and it's not a bad thing for the Western Bulldogs who can cash in. They've got Sanders, they've got other options through the midfield and they can once again bolster um, what they can get at the draft. And history says with the Cats that when they set their crosshairs on a player, their track record is, don't miss. is better than most. Uh, Simon's in Fairfield. Simon, welcome to you. Good day, fellas. How are you? We're good. Simon. Yeah, that's good. Just in regards to like the new show they're doing on Channel 7, maybe they should take a leaf out of... Um, 360, which has had the same host for the last 10 years. Look, Robbo's not the most liked person going around, but like Kane, he shoots from the hip and he says his opinion, and that's what people want. They're not interested in straight batting. They're interested in what Kane and Robbo shoot from the hip stuff. Yeah, I think you'd be, be conscious of that. I mean, once again, everyone's has their own tastes. Um, but now, the other thing now with, with the modern media is the follow-up. And, you know, a lot of people are going to watch this show on their phone in snackable little bite sizes. So can you capture the attention in 30 seconds as you're scrolling on your phone? Not not that many people are going to watch. I would think in Melbourne, that show may rate 75,000 people watching at the time. But the follow-up online, the social clips is also how uh, they'll judge the success of that show and can you capture people's attention in that space as well? I don't want to ask a question out of school, but it is questions without notice. Is your schedule the same as last year coming into this year? So we'll have Sunday footy show. Um, you'll have your newspaper columns. You're obviously here yeah. with us. Classified. Classified as well. Same same goes? Yep. The round so far on uh, AFL. Are you backing up with that? Saturday oh, night as well. I don't know how you fit that a, in. How do you fit that? There's a bit on. Have you got a newspaper column coming up? The age coming up. Yep. It's a lot of opinion, which we love. But, uh, it's going to be a big year for you. No wonder you don't like Dwayne's idea about footy in February. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, right. We'll come back. There's plenty more time to, to get to some more questions that notice. We're going to head over to the States as well and uh, plug in with Sean Barnard over there in Philadelphia to chat about uh, Joel Embiid and the developments with that knee injury for the reigning NBA MVP. But now it's time to get to this. Uh, great to get over to the States. They're always good, aren't they, the American uh, reporters and journos? Very generous. Yeah, just a back of house uh, with, with Benny Lyon. He was really excited to join us, Sean. He said, hey, no problem. I'm really looking forward to chopping it up with you guys. <laughs> so can you say that before classified one night, please? Looking forward to chopping it up with you guys, Lord. <laughs> That's <up>. brilliant. <laughs> It is good, isn't it? Um, it. uh, Right, we've got a bit of time before Jared Waitley joins us. Uh, We'll catch up with how the last 24 hours have been with G over there in Vegas. And uh, he's been, speaking of the States, he's been on Chicago radio this morning. he's a celebrity. He's gone global. International Waitley, we're calling him. So he's just a curiosity down there at Radio Row, uh, doing some fine work in the countdown to the Super Bowl, of course. And I won't um, spoil it too much, but I think he got along to the sphere last night to to get a look. And I know he was going to watch... 
you two over there at, uh, at some particular stage. Um, this question comes through often, just when we just circling back to concussion. Now, you and I aren't of a legal background. Uh, we don't uh, work anywhere near the profession, so I'm not sure how I expect you to answer this. But these texts come through often when it comes to the AFL protecting themselves against uh, litigation. Why don't mm. players or why aren't players made to sign a legal document each year? For example, a waiver stating that the rules are set in 2024 with player safety and welfare a priority. You agree that incidental incidents happen, and by signing this waiver, you agree to play, and any future lawsuits are null and void. If the players aren't happy with the conditions, then don't play. They do have a choice. Don't ruin our game with more rules taking out contact. It's an excellent question, and it's one I've thought of often. And I'm trying to think back if you ever actually sign anything as a player. I don't think you do. That was uh, going to be my you, follow-up question. You, so you. You, sign, you sign a contract, and there's clauses in the contract, but I don't think there's anything specifically from the AFL in relation to that. We'd, we'd ha- we should get a legal person on to, to ask that question because I'm assuming that um, whilst you might sign something at the time, in in time, in 20 years, you can go back and, and you can argue your way out of what you have signed with information. Were they fully transparent with right. the knowledge that they had around things like that? So, I mean, once again, who would know from my perspective with my limited legal knowledge, but I would think there's loopholes everywhere legally, and that's what's happened probably in the NFL. There was some knowledge. There was some accusations of the NFL having information that they didn't share with the players. And then that changed the whole legal landscape. And I would think the AFL is trying to protect themselves from from that and forecasting forecasting in time uh, what it's going to look like. But it, look, I find that interesting and it's an excellent text. So, mm. I mean, there's some, uh, some legal professionals out there that could join us on this without getting too bogged down in the detail that may be able to answer that better than I can. I've often wondered that myself, and there must be a reason why the players uh, aren't expected or haven't been asked to sign such uh, things. Uh, craziest fans in world sport. Uh, I've got a mate over in Argentina at the moment and went and watched Boca Juniors. He said, yeah. uh, I was following on Instagram, he said it was like nothing he had ever seen. But the rivalry, Ryan says Boca Juniors fans in Argentina, they are the craziest. The River Plate rivalry is said to be something else. Mm. Like the stands are literally moving over there from uh, from the first whistle until the 90th minute. Some of the college sports even as well. And they don't play a whole heap of games. Like they're pretty nuts. Yeah, college sports in general, yeah. NCAA, all the NCAA basketball oh. and uh, and football. The band, they lay the bands in, of course, of the basketball. And the Final Four and March Madness is exactly that. I think I've got still got a Signa Boost power bank to give away here too, Kane. Uh, you gave 44. one away. How many we got? You well, gave I've, one away. I, to, had two uh, in, I had two well, in had my Sky Rocket. So oh, nice. I can, give, uh, I can give one more away. So it's there. We've got a blank canvas until Jared joins us just before nine. So now's your time. How, how do you, question without notice, how are you going to judge the West Coast Eagles this year? What, what do you want to see in terms of a measurement of success for them. So Jack Darling's gone down with a hammy. Mm. It's on the back of Ryan and Kelly and, and others, and it feels like the injury curse is, mm. is hitting them again. Uh, that's what happens when you when you continually sign players who are probably past their best and prone to injury. So I'm not, I'm not giving them an, an excuse for that. But how are you going to judge what a successful year for the Eagles is and for Adam Simpson? Percentage, basically. So they, they, well, I think that's a great ind- and an underrated indicator. Um, they won three games, so I want more games won by and large. But let's not get blown out by 
via 70 plus points seven or eight times a season. Let, let's narrow the gap a little bit week to week. Let's, let's be more competitive. Let's not get belted uh, by more than 100 points three times, four times as they were last season, one of them by 171 points. Let's not have the embarrassment and the embarrassing performances. Let, let's compete. Let's fight. Okay, we're going to lose some games, but let's yep. not get blown off the park and shamed in the process. Yeah, so the, the, the basic benchmarks is, is how you judge it. So many times last year, senior players missing easy tackles or just the basic fundamentals of football. So nail that. So your contest, your tackling, your ability to compete. Is there a defined game plan? So you go and watch the Eagles and you know what style of football they are going to play. And that may only last for two quarters because fatigue will set in with a young group. And then in the second half, you may get blown away because the fatigue sets in. But often you go and watch the Eagles last year or the year before or the, the back half of the, the previous year to that. And at quarter time, the game's over. Mm. How long can you stay in the game? Yeah, yeah what, that. Because yeah. he's a premiership coach. He's under the pump. We know there's going to be a struggle for them. So how are you going to judge Adam Simpson as a coach? Well, that that's, that's what you want to see. And probably similar for North, albeit I think North are, are far more advanced with the talent on their list than what the Eagles are. But that's the measure for them. That's how you're going to define what that, is a successful year. And we'll judge them on that, yeah. not necessarily are they going to get to eight wins because it's unrealistic. And I know it's a low bar. It's a low bar we're setting, but, I mean, that's that's where they're at. Uh, just quickly, gents, took my kids to a play centre on the weekend. They weren't allowed in unless I signed a waiver. But some mm. other texts coming through here. That waiver would not be worth the paper it's written on. An employer or organisation cannot contract out of its work health and safety obligations. Trevor, I'm not a lawyer, but I do know you can't sign away your common law rights. That's some of the early feedback on uh, okay. things that are well outside our field of expertise, Kane. Uh, just before we break, quickly, maybe just quickly, Mark's in uh, Bentley. He's got a crazy supporter nomination for us. Mark, where are you taking us in the world of sport? Taking it to a slightly obscure place, West Germany, uh, many years ago, mate. Uh, it was an ice hockey match, Dusseldorf versus Dortmund, which is kind of like Carlton versus Collingwood. Um, crazy, insane supporters. Uh, there was a big biff on the ice. Guys got sin-binned. Uh, the the uh, crowd around him got stuck into him. He jumps out of his box into the crowd with his stick. He's pounding uh, spectators. Spectators from both sides are into it. And the next thing you know, there are literally riot police running into the stadium because the tension at the stadium for those every single one of those clashes is so intense they have police on riot police on standby. It was just next level. It was just insane. I was in a, a nice, safe place up the back, so I was all right. But it was just incredible watching it. You'd never be happy to be in the nosebleeds, I reckon, Mark. Yeah. Uh, and not that we want to publicise violence, but I never thought we'd be going to West German ice hockey matches either on this subject. So stick around or flick the Signet Boost Power Bank, as promised. Forty-four ninety-five keeps your phone, your tablets and your earbuds powered 24-7. Good on you, Mark. Uh, Tony, if you want to sit tight, I promise we'll get to you on the other side of this break, which we need to hit. We're here for Melbourne Airport Parking, of course. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Hey, Sam. It's so good to be chopping it up with you. (laughs) After this.